Welcome to 26 Weeks of Awakening. I am your host, Emily Strunk. This is week 10, and we are talking about equanimity. Buddha teaches of the four limitless qualities. Loving-kindness, compassion, joy, and equanimity. These are the basis of an aspiration practice. And for me, equanimity is the most elusive and hard to take hold of. May all sentient beings enjoy happiness and the root of happiness. May we be free from suffering and the root of suffering. May we not be separated from the great happiness devoid of suffering. May we dwell in the great equanimity, free from passion, aggression, and prejudice. This is the Four Limitless Ones chant. This great equanimity is hard to understand. The Webster Dictionary defines equanimity as evenness of mind, especially under stress. Synonyms are composure, calmness, serenity, tranquility. Pema Chodron also helped me to see that equanimity becomes a perspective from which we view others and the world as a whole. Equanimity is the middle path. I am forever getting pulled and tugged one way or the other off the middle path in my thoughts and my emotions. I can become so stuck in my attitude or point of view that I become aggressive or irritated with others or situations that contradict me. Being pulled from the middle path of equanimity in this way causes unclear thinking or irrationality. It also clouds my ability to see others as equal and their opinions and thoughts as valuable. The best way I can counter this internally is to imagine myself opening up from my core, picturing my core from my head to my stomach spreading open, expanding, relaxing my shoulders and my arms and allowing pure and complete acceptance. This visualization works in uncomfortable situations, in arguments, and even in pain. Opening up to the experience rather than fighting is the first step for me to see that the experience is equal to what my expectations have been. Ajahn Chah teaches a difficult concept of letting go of good and bad definitions, seeing neither and becoming unattached to positive or negative experiences. This is viewing our experiences with equanimity. This means that ultimate equanimity is thinking without prejudice of good or bad, happy or sad, positive or negative. Life just is. As Shakespeare said, things are not good or bad unless we think it so. 
We attach our own emotion to all circumstances and all outcomes. So to experience a view of equanimity, I must begin to pull away my conditioning, my preconceived judgments and expectations. This concept is for people too. Leaving behind our views of someone being either good or bad, liked or disliked, and start to view them with equanimity, no expectations or preconceived ideas about who they are by their outer appearance or even their actions. Drop the storyline attached to them and the identity we gave them. See them only as a wandering soul, just as you and I are. Now this is difficult. Even in writing this down, I am filled with strong opinions and aversions to people who I know or have known in my life. My experiences with these people has left me with feelings of extreme negativity towards them and a desire to keep them out of my life. There is a difference between equanimity and important aspect of healthy boundaries. Where we aspire to keep ourselves away or distant from unhealthy behaviors. Equanimity does not mean we must include all people in our daily living. It's only about removing our judgments, our prejudices. If someone engages in destructive behaviors or destructive and disparaging interaction with others, we can and should remove ourselves from the influence of these activities. We attempt to do this without aversions to the person, only to their activity. Seeing the person as separate from their choices and activity, thereby maintaining equanimity. Equanimity could be further explained as a detachment from prejudices, noticing when we identify with what is good and bad, and then detach from those ideals. It comes from acceptance of life as it is and as it comes. Removing idealism, pulling away all expectations for how we think the world should operate, opening up to see things just as they are and not resisting what we see, allowing it to be just as it is in that moment, going with the flow. When I can, for a moment, see all people without a label, seeing them all precious souls, I have equanimity. When I can see circumstances which cause grief and those that create joy as just the stuff of life, I have equanimity. Pema Chodron refers regularly to the storyline if I am attached to the storyline, passing judgment on the activity within the plot, I'm not seeing life with equanimity. When I get riled up because someone did something to me or life threw me a curveball, I'm not perceiving with equanimity. But if I can let go of the storyline and see life just as it is, without fault, blame, or excuses, I can live in equanimity. For me, equanimity is closely related to becoming aware and more comfortable 
with groundlessness. This ties in with Prajnaparamita, or the Heart Sutra. The Heart Sutra, or Prajnaparamita, is a teaching the Buddha spoke on Vulture Peak. The message is that anything we hold or cling to blocks wisdom. So we strive to abide in unconditional openness, patiently aware of prajna paramita, removing our tendencies to hang on and to cling. A famous Buddhist paradox from this is form is emptiness. Emptiness is also form. Emptiness is no other than form. Form is no other than emptiness. This explanation, though difficult to understand at first, Pema Chodron says, form is that which simply is before we project our beliefs on it. Prajna Paramita represents a completely fresh take, an unfettered mind where anything is possible. This pertains to not only groundlessness, but viewing the world and others with equanimity, openness, unbiased, calm balance. This is difficult to do consistently, but if we do it in brief moments, and eventually those moments begin to connect together, The Heart Sutra. Om. Gate, gate, paragate, parasamgate, bodhisava. Om. Gate, gate, paragate, parasamgate, bodhisava. The translation by Trungpa Rinpoche is Om. Gone, gone, gone beyond. Gone completely beyond. Awake. So be it. So be it. Ah, that's seeing all with equanimity. Gate, gate, paragate, parasamgate, bodhisava. Gate, gate, paragate, parasamgate, bodhisava. Gone, gone, gone beyond. Gone completely beyond. Awake, so be it. This week, notice your mind where it chatters about judgment and expectations. See those things arise and quiet your mind. Remove your judgments. See how often they come up in a day and how often you must tell your mind to be quiet. Let those judgments go. 
relax the clinging to how you see things and how things must be. Accept life just as it is in this moment. Remember, what you see, this form, is emptiness. And when you see emptiness, you're also seeing form. See the world with an openness of non-judgment. An openness of warmth and compassion. Spend time in meditation this week again. Learning to quiet the mind and be still. And I will see you next week. Next week, we will talk about training in joy. Namaste. Namaste.